there's so many exciting ways to fuse the digital world with the physical and I think that's a frontier that hasn't really been successfully tackled yet. I think that for me I've also kind of shifted from like wanting this idea to be successful to now like we need this business to be successful you know like the product needs to be great the strategy needs to be great and we need to be on top of everything that we're doing. Hi, welcome to the Stylist Free Podcast. Today we have Sarah LeCam and Eliza Harkins, founders of Kip It. They just won the Startup Awards here at Cornell Tech and about to graduate on Saturday. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. How you guys doing? Pretty good. I'm still sort of in disbelief that, uh, that this has happened. Very pleased, obviously. It's kind of weird to make that transition from like a school project that we knew we wanted to be it to be real but it's very different to say like i want this to be real and then all of a sudden like here we are like well i don't have a job lined up so like this is it like this is the job yeah i think it's it's so strange this week even like starting to work on kip it full time like not having anyone to answer to and like i just get to work whenever i want to and not work whenever i want to uh, which is really awesome and just exactly what I was kind of looking for. So what is Kip It? In terms of like our mission, if we had like our mission statement, it's to help you reduce your more mundane daily mental load by managing your stuff for you uh, so that you feel prepared at any given time in your day. Right now what that is is a device that goes in your bag and it tracks all your items for you so that when you leave in the morning, if you're leaving anything behind that you need for your day, you get a notification on your phone saying like, oh, you need to go back for this or you didn't pack this today. Yeah, I think it like came from the fact that we're both forgetful or we're looking for something like this. And though there are some things that are available right now, like tile, like that doesn't exactly fit the need that we have wasn't really helping us and hopefully we can help both ourselves and everybody else that has this like kind of this problem of forgetfulness products out there very much focus on like once it's lost mm. trying to help you figure out where it is but a lot of people the problem is this like oh i know exactly where my keys are i left it on my kitchen table and then like left my house and now i'm locked out <laughs> so that's more the value proposition that we're sort of going after Cool. So it's less about finding things once you lose them, but more about getting everything in line and in order. So when you leave, you're not having to go multiple trips. Like for me, growing up, it's like, oh, did I leave the garage door open sort of thing? Yeah. Like similar sort of feeling that leaves something behind. Yeah. Right. There's so much, you know, people's lives are so busy nowadays and like so many people are going different places and you've got like job and family and whatever, like. You want to think about those things. You don't want to think about these like really pointless things like, are my gym clothes in my bag? You want to think about what your workout's going to be like, you know? So that's kind of what we're aiming to do. So what's it like transitioning? I know you guys talked about it a little bit, but transitioning to full-time real company, like talking with, and especially you guys are hardware, which is obviously hard after to get this produced. So what's that kind of like pathway look like for you guys? Uh, we're kind of figuring that out right now. Transitioning out of Cornell Tech has been interesting this past week because we we're getting kicked out and getting our stuff taken back way faster than we kind of expected. And now transitioning into making this real is going to be meeting with a lot of engineers. We're not necessarily hardware focused, so we want to get more people involved that have done product development and product manufacturing in the past, including like Fernando, who's uh, one of the faculty members here. He's really knowledgeable about this space, so he's he's volunteered to help us in the next in the next year. 
And then we've already been talking to some manufacturers as well, who's like, they have to develop kind of this product specifically for us. So they need to kind of investigate if they're able to do that in the first place. And we've been talking to some manufacturers already. And then I suppose on like an emotional level, like the stakes are now just like different. This isn't just one class out of like mm -hmm. several that we're doing. Um, this is like now becoming our lives or like has basically become uh, certainly like one of the key things that is part of my identity at this moment. So that's like a crazy shift uh, for me to be able to focus wholeheartedly on like one thing. It's, it's kind of cool though. It's nice to not have to worry about all these like different classes and everything else happening. Right, it's very focused and you're in charge of, yeah. <laughs> of your yeah. own product. It's cool. Yeah, I think that for me, I've also kind of shifted from like wanting this idea to be successful to now like we need this business to be successful, you know, like yeah. the product needs to be great, the strategy needs to be great and we need to be on top of everything that we're doing for the coming future. Otherwise, we're not going to work out. Is your plan to kind of build a few prototypes and get out there and refine it? Or how does that work with like a manufacturing process? Yeah, so we're actually researching more on RFIDs and exactly the type of frequencies that we want to use. And I'm probably going to work this summer on like writing up a specific white paper for Kipit. And then after that, we're going to revisit exactly what we need in terms of the components. It's going to be probably a little bit different from what's out there right now in terms of scanners and antennas and stuff. That process will happen hopefully with the manufacturers as well and with the Rohan Ranjan who we just brought in who's an EC okay. will be helping us out as well. From a technology standpoint like how does your prototype work or your first kind of product work? Yeah so right now we have a Arduino prototype uh, which is really basic and it, it actually works pretty well I was surprised. It's just an RFID shield that is a retail bot that we put on on top of the Arduino and then we use these uh, UHF ultra high frequency RFID tags and when it's within a certain range, it's able to be detected. So we know whether the thing is in the bag based on the number of readings that you have within a specific amount of time. Yeah, one of the kind of nice things about this is that the hardware technology itself, like we're really not inventing mm -hmm. anything on the hardware side. RFIDs is like the same technology that big, big companies use to keep track of their inventory. So like nothing new is happening. <laughs> really on the hardware it's all like a lot of it is going to be on the software where this like innovation is is like how that interaction with the hardware mm -hmm. is happening eventually we want it to be a little bit i think like the nest mo I, I don't know if you've heard of nest but it's mm -hmm. like a smart thermostat that is able to change the temperatures based on your habits and i could see a similar thing happening where like it will remind you exactly when you need to be reminded whether you pack your bag the night before or like whether there's any other patterns that it can just pick up that it knows it needs to send you something. I think Eliza can talk a little bit more about this too but like uh, RFID was like pretty much overlooked for the first few years I was in the market and there was a lot of disputes uh, in terms of patents and stuff that made, made them really expensive and they've become really cheap which is why we think that it could be a really good opportunity to use them right now for a product like this. You mentioned that it's in industry right now that they use it for inventory. It's more of like a personal inventory tracker. Like yeah. You're applying it to like your <laughs> yeah. commercial yeah, life. And it's interesting like you're talking about being like a smart model where it knows how you pack and how to get you stuff at the right time. Interesting thoughts of like the data that you get with that. Amazon Alexas and Google Homes are kind of going for partly of how do people live their lives and how do you improve that and make it better based off of their habits. Yeah, yeah. Although we definitely want to make sure that privacy is important to a lot of people, 
And so there's going to be a big question of that. You want to give people credit. And I think just like being able to offer them the choice of saying like, listen, we want this data because we want to provide you with this service. You know, just being very transparent about like what it is and how it's being used and what it's not being used for. I don't think you need a like 100 page terms and agreement thing that you have to like click on separately and you get this giant thing and the actual thing you want to know is like on one line on page 68. I think there's like a way to be much more upfront about that and I don't think that that uh, I think that that will resonate with people hopefully of just like of being honest and then if people don't want that use then they don't have to they don't have to use it. Definitely. Yeah, I think that's really big right now with GDRP. I'm getting yeah. emails every day. From, it's, it's basically new terms of services. Hopefully it's good stuff, but it's, and that's more stuff like, all right, archive yeah. that email. Yeah. yeah. It's so. coming into effect, I think, on May 25th. So all these companies are rallying on their uh, privacy yeah. policies and stuff Yeah. before they get caught. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting. So I guess it probably also plays into you guys too, even though it's a hardware, to get, there's still software involved and data involved. Cool. Yeah, I think it's really important to me too that we stay like really upfront about how we're using data. But eventually, it'll be really like interesting the ways that we can use that uh, in predictive models to like figure out what people are gonna want to use and how like their actual habits can be used to have actual notifications without you even needing to put anything into the app. So where do you guys see the future of Kipit going? How do you see like the product evolving and like other stuff that gets added into it as like the technology improves? Well, I mean, we're probably going to replace Google as the biggest company ever. <laughs> There's so many exciting ways to fuse the digital world with the physical. And I think that's a mm. frontier that hasn't really been successfully tackled yet. And I think that that's something that this could be really cool at doing. You know, eventually I think we'd want the RFID is already embedded in the products, making that whole thing much more seamless. You know, like eventually we do want to be able to have that level of granularity to be like, oh, like your stuff is under the sofa or something. Or like, here's all of the stuff that you need to pack. All of this is in your living room, all of this is in your bedroom. And then just like making it just much, much more seamless. That's cool. Yeah, I've always had this vision of like a smart assistant sort of thing. It's like, oh, where's that one shirt I want? And it's like, usually either computer vision or somehow knows exactly RFID yeah. tags, but it knows exactly where your thing is. So it just saves you time. And if, whenever you're looking for something, it's just readily available. So yeah. it's probably, I don't want to know how much time I've spent looking for stuff. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. And yeah. one of the key things, I, I should have probably mentioned this before, but like one of the most important differentiators for us is that we want to do this, we want to keep track of your stuff in a way that is minimally disruptive to your daily routine. Like we don't want you to change the way you do things at all. We want to be like as passive as possible. And I think that's another thing that separates us from Tile and pretty much everything else out there. Like Tile, for example, is not rechargeable at all, but there are versions that are rechargeable, but like if you're keeping track of 20 items, you don't want to recharge 20 different things. <laughs> That's just like too difficult. But the cool thing about this is you put the sticker, you put little RFID sticker on, and then that's all you have to do. You don't actually have to recharge the tags themselves. So that's pretty 
Cool. So those just last forever, the, the stickers, or how does that work? They last a very, very long time. Forever, I don't want to promise. <laughs> <laughs> but they last a really long time. And then, like, the, there is a little device, and you have to recharge that every few days. But okay. the, comparatively, it's a much simpler um, overall product experience. And I think we really want to find, like, cool solutions for those usability problems, like how long it lasts, how well it sticks onto things, what types of things it can stick on. So we'll be exploring, like, different types of adhesion, different types of protection for the tags as well. Cool. And so right now you're saying that the Arduino device, you just put that in the bag? Are there, you guys thinking, like, partnerships or something to get, like, bagged with this already made into it? Well, we're thinking both. <laughs> <laughs> and we're actively pursuing both roads. I'm suspecting that the initial sort of consumer product will come out fast just because I, I think people would want this to put into bags they already own, like if they already own a suitcase or mm -hmm. a backpack or whatever. And then eventually we'll work out partnerships where it's already embedded in the bags. Embedding directly into the bag could have some technical advantages too. I mean, if, if it is a significant, significantly easier to put it inside the entire bag, we might pursue that as well. There's any the technical advantages just... In terms easy. of like venting or charging or any of those things. Yeah, or any other features we might want to like add to yeah. it. Like a while ago there was a suitcase that you, that had a battery where so you could like recharge your phone with the suitcase. I think that ended up getting banned by the TSA, <laughs> yeah. but there could be like other interesting use cases. And we've already checked and like this shouldn't be a problem with TSA forever. Oh, yeah, it's, yeah. it's big. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with people traveling, trying to get a yeah. lot of things together. And well, that's why the, the removable aspect is important. Then it becomes like any other device, yeah, like true. a tablet or what have you. Right. Yeah, I've definitely like, lost stuff on trips. Like I tracked went on like oh god, yeah, I lost so many things. Around. Even like packing and unpacking in, in hotel rooms, I feel like I always leave something behind, or I like walk around the hotel room five times to make sure I didn't leave something behind, and both of those things are a waste of time. Right, looking under the bed. And, yeah, exactly. Yeah, always, I know people leave shoes all the time or forgetting suits at weddings. There's always something like it's left behind. ID is yeah. huge. Yeah. Especially trying to go to the airport without your ID. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, that's one of the things we want to solve too. Like that feeling of being like so stressed out when you're at the airport or something or you've lost your phone and you don't know what to do. <laughs> right. Or even just like having to look in your bag to see if you have the thing. Yeah. If yeah. you're going on a big trip, you need your passport, you need... Yeah, <laughs> I mean, exactly. I'll check multiple times if I have my computer, just different stuff. Or my yeah. shoes still attached to my backpack. Keys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, keys. It's crazy. Are there any other products out there that you see coming on the scene that are similar or doing other cool stuff in in the space? There have been a couple. Are we supposed to like name <laughs> name our competitors? I mean, there have been various ones. There was one that it was very similar. They've been having like a lot of troubles recently. Mm. Um, so I like don't want to call them out directly, but they were doing something very similar for photographers. And so they were cool. And then there was another one and they do just like very small Bluetooth chips, which is the same technology that Tile, for example, uses. But that would be another instance of having to peel off a chip and recharge it every time. But it could be really 
interesting and they yeah. seem really excited about it so that's the thing fun. about using like bluetooth inside the chip too is it makes it like a lot more expensive in terms of the unit cost so even them it was like 35 dollars 30 dollars for one item or one chip for one item which we think is still pretty different from what we're trying to do so i don't know if there's any like direct competitors that we're very scared of yeah i mean obviously with like all technology companies nowadays you just have to be like worried that google or amazon is just going to decide yeah. to do this and then like that's kind of it <laughs> it's kind of a it's almost a pity like obviously you're very happy for these big tech companies but it seems like more and more what starts to happen is either they'll just decide to do it themselves even though it's very far out of their core competency and then like crush anything anyone else trying to do it or these little guys just get big enough that they don't want to bother and they just acquire those companies. But either way, I think it can kind of stifle innovation, which is a real shame because I think we're at a point where technology is really, really starting to take off. I think taking away those incentives can make it really challenging. Yeah, I feel like most ideas nowadays, it's always a worry. It's like, oh, why isn't Google doing this? Well, yeah, they're not right now. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's always a play. Maybe they'll just buy us, maybe. But it's yeah. such a shame, like, the number of times I heard, like, a good idea and then it was just refuted by Amazon can do this very easily, which is, like, they're, they're not right now, you're right, but the second that they see your idea, there's kind of this fear that they'll just take yeah. it over immediately. You don't want to put, like, a few years into something and Amazon's yeah, exactly. like, oh, we've been working on this and not announcing it. <laughs> and they could be working on it for like a few months. They have so many more resources, so many yeah. more engineers than a startup would ever have. So Amazon and Google, please do not listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we love you guys. Don't mind us. <laughs> We're just gonna <laughs> keep going. Uh, well, our website is kipit.tech trying to establish that i have to like make our social media accounts actually that was one of my goals for today but if you're interested in uh future testing i think you can sign up on our website yes yes cool. you can sign up <laughs> thank <Yeah>. you <laughs> i'll get good good at this eventually i promise but yes you can sign up on our website to be an alpha tester which is should be happening sometime this summer so that's Awesome. Cool. I'll check kipit.tech. Yes. I'll check that out. Awesome. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, y'all. Thank Super you. Fun. Bye -bye. Did I bring my charger? My passport with me? My wallet in my bag? I don't know where your stuff is, and I don't know where my stuff is even. I have my headphones on my head and my microphone in front of me. Everything else is up in the air. That's why Kipit is helping us keep it together. Thank you for tuning in to the Stylish Free Podcast. Until next time, friends, I am your host, Brett Leibowitz. <laughs>